You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'm really excited to welcome back on the program Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's great to see you today. How are you doing? Good to see you. I'm very well, thank you. Um, I'm, as you know, I'm in the UK still, and uh, the weather is improving, things are getting nice. So, what can I say? And I, ha- and I <laughs> have else? to say, thank goodness for technology. I mean, I say I see you, and it is via Zoom that I can see you. And our yeah. listeners can also see us this afternoon uh, by going to our Facebook page, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. They'll be able to see the lovely Sadia for this week's Chinwag. You've got a great topic today. For, well, you've got great topics yeah. every week, but you've got something <laughs> quite interesting. And, and perhaps some of our listeners should be in- enlightened. Yeah, well, I thought, you know, what I do is every week I kind of flick through and find out if there's something that's of interest. It might be linked to something I'm doing. And I think quite a few people recently have been, you know, because here in the UK and in in other places, obviously people because of the pandemic have been in the house, they've not been able to go out. And loads of people, I've heard so many people say, oh, I put on weight and and I'm, you know, I need to exercise. COVID-19 kilos? Oh, my goodness. You know, how many people say that? So I picked up an article which was quite interesting from The Guardian, which is by, you know, a guy called Daniel Lieberman, who's a Harvard professor, and his area is evolutionary anthropological. He looks at things from an evolutionary anthropological perspective. And um, he's kind of discussed in this article about 10 unhelpful sort of myths about exercise. And I found this really interesting because actually when we're chatting and stuff some of these things come up and it's kind of almost like it's an accepted thing we, oh yeah we don't do it because of this or whatever so I thought I would go through some of those myths which are quite interesting so you know number one um, this whole thing about that norm you know it's normal to exercise how many people just we do, as humans do we just think oh it's okay you know this is all part of us we need to go out we need to exercise we need to do this it comes naturally to us but if you actually look back at our ancestors and the amount of exercise that they did then you know basically they did the exercise it was for food and survival you know it wasn't because they thought hey you know i've got to burn these calories yeah. off they also lived a lot good. they also lived a lot shorter than us, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe because yeah, they didn't absolutely. exercise. Well, could be partly due to that. Maybe <laughs> a, a kind of high red meat diet might have had yeah, something maybe. to do with it. But but supposedly, you know, it's not a normal thing for us to exercise. And in order to exercise, we need to, or you know, there has to be some goal at the end of it. So, for instance, for ancestors, it was about getting, you know, hunting and getting food to survive. But for us, you know, there has to be other rewards. Like, what other rewards? So, for instance, you might get satisfaction when you're exercising if you're dancing or you're playing a game or, you know, training, things like that. So, there has to be some form of sort of reward to it so the second thing that you know the myth that he's trying to talk is about avoiding exertion like is it normal that if you avoid exertion does that mean that you're just lazy and you can't be asked to do exercise because if you had a choice if you had a choice between using the stairs or going on an escalator what would we kind of tend to opt for tend to opt for the escalators but don't you feel better opting for the stairs Yeah, you might be breathless, but um, better. And oh, and that I'm is looking again, at my pedometer right now. I've only done two. All oh, right, there you go. Two thousand three, two thousand three hundred steps. That that's nothing. 
That's just actually, in the morning or what? Well, since this morning. Since this morning till now, and I got up at six. That's terrible. Should you have done to actually be sort of. It would be good, good if I. About 5,000 would be good, ideally, like half the day, but. C'est la vie. Some days more than others. <laughs> but if I'd taken the stairs rather than the, than the escalators, perhaps. That would have gone up. That would have gone up. Yeah. But supposedly, you know, based on his, you know, this article, he's basically saying that actually, you know, again, as humans, as, you know, with our ancestors and stuff, we're not really, we are going to avoid that exercise because it's built into our system. Because in the past, I suppose, you know, if you were going to go out hunting and you weren't going to get enough food, you had to keep your calories count limited and you had to keep, you know, reserves so that you didn't use it all up because then you'd run out of it. So maybe that natural instinct is still with us that we're not going to, we're going to choose the escalator anyway because mm-hmm. we're not going to burn calories, too many calories through that. Um, and then there's this thing about sitting. Like so many people say, well, you know, I've been sitting all, sitting all day long and it's really, I'm just too tired, I can't do anything else um and they say that you know sitting is the new smoking that it should be avoided but you should, i um, heard that you should be getting up every 45 minutes yeah, from your desk and yeah. stretching your legs which is actually a good so thing do you, i mean in an office office environment they do encourage you yeah. to although you you get too busy and you're just sitting there constantly yeah. I, in an um, office and then you don't. I, I do get up every sort of every half an hour but then again i can't <laughs> I can't sit still, so yeah, I, I am. I am the same, actually. Even if you sat me down, I think I would still have to get up. Even if but I'm then, popping really, to the toilet or to the water cooler, and that's what the colleagues, you know, run down here for some editing or book the studio. But which, then, when you're broadcasting for say three oh, hours or something, I know. then you're sitting pretty oh, still, aren't you? But then you right fidget now. around a lot too, don't you? I'm just going to stand up now. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You're already you're already doing it, so that's good. So, but they're saying that really, you know, that hunter gatherers they should doing some exercise. That's good. <laughs> hunter gatherers actually spent about ten hours, like sitting, or you know, waiting and and sitting. So they weren't active all the time. So you know, and they say that people who are sitting, you know, who sit actively, as you say, by you know, every ten fifteen minutes, you're moving, you're doing something, then that's good for you because that just kind of wakes up the metabolism, mm. and then you can enjoy a kind of much more longer term in terms of being active like that I know you know sometimes my husband constantly when he's sitting he's always his his knee is shaking and he keeps saying to me and and it you know sometimes I say, oh stop doing that and they said no it's good for you just to keep active that you know get you get your knees moving and stuff like oh, that that bothers me too when Andy does that I'm like stop shaking your leg it's so rude yeah, but yeah, it's but, like but it is actually burns it does burn a few calories so who knows <laughs> that piece of chocolate that you've had maybe part Part of it by shaking your knee might have helped. So does eating <laughs> ice, apparently. And, oh, I, and I don't mean the right. drug ice. I mean like actual ice cubes. <laughs> so just oh, um, that's maybe because the Mariah it takes, Carey. It takes more. Uh, Mariah Carey does energy. That. It takes to energy warm your body to warm, up. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're walking in the cold as well, your body is actually using its heating system, and that's burning calories and things like that. Okay, so another myth is that our ancestors were actually hardworking, strong and fast. And there's no, uh, you know, if we look at back at the cavemen and stuff, you might kind of have these images of them and think, wow, you know, they were so strong, they're going out hunting. But actually, that isn't the case. They weren't necessarily stronger or faster than us. Um, you know, they were just doing what they had to do in the limited time that they had. And they tried to 
Good. I'm glad you're doing some exercise, Noreen, as I speak. Um, the oh, other thing is... about exercise making me feel guilty that I was sitting I there know, for the first I know. one hour of the show. I was just sitting on my bum. You know, well, that's good. If you do a little bit of exercise like that, that's all right. Um, the other thing is, is that people are always saying about, you know, not being able to lose weight if you're walking. Um, that's a myth. Now, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can absolutely, but there is this also. There is this myth too that perhaps if you are kind of walking and if you're doing a lot of exercise, you're going to lose weight. But they say that you do lose more weight through diet yes. than exercise. Yes, um, that it's really hand in hand with both things, isn't it? But diet plays a greater part. So you could be walking and eating a cheeseburger every so often while you're doing it. Yeah. So. To really balance that diet up. Another but, school of thought is that cardio exercise, like walking or swimming, um, and all those, you can't really lose weight with those with cardio exercise. So a lot of people say, oh, "I'm just going to go for a run, run on the treadmill to lose weight." Yeah. Um, the the new school of thought is you can't really lose weight doing that, um, and one should be lifting weights, which is why weight training is so big right now, because um, mm. you're building muscles, and then the muscles act as the engine to burn the fat and burn the energy. And that's how you lose weight. Um, so the thing is that that's why for, weights are so popular. I find these it difficult days. with weights. I find like lightweights you know, or. Yeah, I've got quite kind of big arms, and I'm very embarrassed by my arms. <laughs> so I just no. feel like. The more weight you lift, but then if you don't do that, then you get these fluffy, floppy arms and things like that. Yeah. So it's, I suppose it's just this whole thing of balance, isn't it? It's trying to do it in a, in a balanced way that you get a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But, you know, you can, you know, it's all dependent, dependent on your diet. And, and then there's no sort of optimum amount of, exercise that you can do in any one day because you know sometimes obviously i was looking at you know what the who recommend and they basically say that you you know they recommend like 150 minutes of moderate exercise a week right or 75 a week of vigorous exercise for adults but there isn't any i mean how do you come up with that sort of figure it's it's just probably just looking at what you could possibly do which might be good for you but a lot of it really does depend upon your individual age, your fitness, whether you've had any injuries. And how your busy background. you are with your life, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether there's any hard and fast rule about that, that, that you have to do a certain amount every day or anything like that. The other thing that I've heard lots of people, and I was very concerned about too, is like things like jogging. Like, you know, there is a myth that they, they say that if you're going to be jogging and running and things like that, that it's not going to be good for your knees. Mm. Um, but I think, you know, perhaps a lot of people don't actually think about their feet. Mm. I know I did a lot of walking up a hill and, and climbing and things like that and walk. And I think one of the most important things is, is, is about foot care. I don't think enough is done in our, mm. you know, just general awareness that you have to look after your feet if you're going to do some of these things because your knees are in a different place. And generally they're saying that, you know, the most common knee injuries, are, you know, happen with runners. That, that is a common thing that happens. But actually, you know, you can, you know, 
it is better for your knees to have activity and to be walking and exercising and things like that compared to not doing that. Mm-hmm. That, you know, runners actually don't are less likely to have osteoarthritis because they've been doing that exercise. But personally, my mm-hmm. kind of input in it is that feet care, and, and I'm, uh, you know, one of the people, because I've had an operation on my feet, that things like if you are prone to stuff like brunions, which is hereditary, then be careful because then if you are going to overdo the exercise and you're going to use you know put more pressure on your feet that might get worse than it should uh, you know if you were a bit more careful and also the right footwear I don't mm-hmm. think enough is said about having the right footwear for that jogging or for whatever you're going to do so it's worth it I mean do you do you do any jogging at all no I'm not, I'm not a runner no I don't, I don't really yeah. enjoy I, I, I used to you know as a child and in my teenage years but then I don't know maybe I just grew lazy and I just yeah I don't but people say like you know it's meant to which help you melt to the get stress lazy about it. <laughs> to, <laughs> to melt your stress away but I find it more stressful when I'm running because it's so hot and humid in Hong Kong but I have friends yeah, who yeah. I think swear it's hard by to it. run yeah, I, I do think that you probably see a huge difference. You do run, um, that is, you know, probably and you it's burn addictive. those calories. Exactly. Yeah, you do burn those calories. But I think it's Agreed. just you've got to be careful, of make sure that you're doing it like, you know, because it's like there's a lot of impact on your feet when you're running, the kind of shock mm. absorbers, they're taking it all in. But, you know, I think you just need to be quite sensible about it when you're doing it. Um, the other kind of myth that we had was it's, you know, where people say, oh, you know, just do the exercise, it works, just go ahead and do it. But it's actually not as easy as that. You have to have some sort of a reward at the mm. end of it. Um, and I think one of the things that really get people into gyms or get people doing exercise is if there's some social activity. I mean, you know, if you're going with a bunch of mates or you're joining a group, a dance group or something mm. like that, it is so much easier if you're doing it with people compared to going by yourself because you'd never, or if you join, even like things like slimming clubs and this and that, it's only when you join it and there's a group activity that you will have some incentive to there's do like something. There's a sense of community and there's accountability. And also competition, yeah. yeah. And a bit of competition, I think. <laughs> you know, you see people there and then you think, oh, my, I'll go do that too type of thing. So, I don't know. I mean, frankly, I don't – I hate going to gyms. I, I don't really like gyms very much. But, um, but you know, maybe the social aspect might be all right. Um, and there's also this thing about, like, you know, exercise is not a magic bullet. That sometimes people think, oh, if I do this exercise, then I'm not going to get unhealthy. I'm not going to get these illnesses. And I'm going to stay fit both mentally and physically. And to a certain extent, absolutely, yeah. that is exercise true. Exercise is you medicine, exercise. in a way. It's good for you. But you can't, but there's no guarantee. No. There's no no hard and fast guarantee that, look, if you do this amount of exercise each day, then you will, without doubt, be much healthier. And you will, because you don't know. I mean, your whole, everyone's body is different and everyone's, you know, the amount of exercise they can take and stuff. So there's no great kind of magic bullet about it. So you have to keep that in mind. It's interesting because on the subject, I was also, I saw another article too, which I think you might find interesting. And I thought, hey, this is good. This is my option. I can understand this one. And obviously now keeping in mind that in Hong Kong, you've got to remember that lots of people may not have bathtubs and things 
things like that. They may just have showers. But there was some research that was done recently by the University of Coventry here in the UK. And you've got to remember that, you know, like hot baths, hot baths have been around, you know, for ages, like, you know, 4,000 years ago, the ancient Egyptians were soaking themselves in these hot baths and stuff. And so this research is basically saying that, you know, a, a hot bath is almost equivalent to like, you know, some aerobic activity, what the benefits that it has on your body, which I thought, hey, yeah, I could, I could identify <laughs> with that one. And um, so they're saying that raises if you're, your heart levels, your yeah, heart rate. Yeah. So if you're immersed in sort of piping hot water um, and it's like about 40 degrees and you're covered up to the shoulder, you stay in there for about an hour. <laughs> And then they're saying, and other heat therapies like, say, the sauna, sauna and the steam room and stuff where you're getting heat, right? They say you can actually raise the sort of temperature in your body, which improves blood flow and blood and decreases blood pressure and can control um, blood sugar yeah. <laughs> and reduce inflammation. So there you go. So, I mean, you know. But an hour seems like a really long time. And and not to mention the the sort of things it does to the enzymes in our body. Remember, in biology, we learned that the optimal temperature for the enzymes to work is 37.7, whatever body temperature is. If you raise it too much, yeah, if it raises it too much, then the enzymes denature. And I don't know, that might not be so good. You do feel a bit dizzy. And there is this thing, too, that, you know, watch it, that if you are going to have a hot bath. I mean, is this, uh, do you, you have a hot bath? Do you? Occasionally, yeah, the girls do. Much water as well. Kids do, but we don't have it very hot for them. It's more like a cold bath. But yeah, it's it's quite relaxing. But it's quite relaxing, and I suppose an hour an hour is the long time you come back with webbed feet and things like that. But but I think like if you're doing like 40, 30, 40 minutes, you can actually if you put some nice. I did this recently, and I put some nice music on, and I put some candles then just soaked in the bathtub and then I had my phone close by, you know, keeping it a distance so it doesn't fall in or anything like that. But just to be able to relax or read a book and stuff. It's, oh, it sounds nice. all very romantic, frankly. Yeah. Did you, you light a few going candles? To... Yeah, I did, actually. Yeah. Um, Glass of wine? Book. <laughs> no, maybe. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't have any drinks. I think you have to keep yourself hydrated. But I mean, it all looks very lovely when you think you get a book. But frankly, if, you, if you've if got water around you and, and foam and things like that, it's not the easiest thing to read a book, frankly. And then you turn a page and then you wet all Soggy. the page. <laughs> so, so, I mean, those are some of the tips for you. You know, generally, I would say that, you know, people, I just thought the article was interesting. And I would say that, yeah, you know, we should all try and exercise and do some form of exercise. There's an interesting um, exercise I do every so often, like 15 minutes. And what they do in that, because you were talking about cardiovascular, well, they um, they make you do like certain exercises. This is kind of 50 plus, so, sorry, like, you know, but they make you do all these exercises, oh, yeah, things it. like that. And then... You do it for about like 30 seconds, 30, 35 seconds. And then you suddenly have to like put yourself, I'm sitting on a chair, for instance. I do this chair once, right? You put your one foot forward and then the other foot back and then you lean. Then you go like that and you jog really fast and you do that for about 10 seconds fast and then you stop and then you carry on your other exercises. And they say that this kind of vigorous exercise 
really concentrated for about 10, 15 seconds, that's really good because it gets your heart pumping and, and it's actually very Sadia, good. And there's no point telling us about it. Show us. Why, why don't you show well, us for, for our listeners? Why don't you guys <laughs> hop onto Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Show and not tell. So how do you do it? So, cop- so for instance, if you were doing a certain type of exercise, you might go like this for about 30 seconds and I you like keep that going yeah. for 30 seconds. Once you've done your 30 seconds, then you're supposed to position yourself in your chair yeah. and you're supposed to like go like this and start like jogging running, like vigorously. Run- okay, yeah, so like you're running. Chair, like I'm running. You're sitting on a chair and that's right. That's yeah. what you're doing. And then you're just running vigorously and you do that for about another 30 seconds, 10 seconds. But that activity, oh, look, see, I'm hot and sweaty yeah, already. Me too. <laughs> Sadia, when you run, that, do you do you keep your hands open or do you clench it in a fist? I don't run. I don't run. Yeah, but if you were... <laughs> but if but you're, in this thing, yeah. if I was doing, when I do my exercises, yeah, I probably keep my hands straight. Yeah, straight. Right. I, I probably do this so while I'm when doing, I run, you know, I, I clench just, my fist. But yeah, I, I oh, just that I doesn't just, matter. I'm sure it doesn't which matter. Which is more streamlined. Yeah. And then obviously, and then the other exercise they're saying is really good for you. Are we are you okay for time? Um, is this uh, other thing seconds. as if you're as if you're boxing, like you're oh. constantly like boxing, and then like instead an of doing that vigorous exercise, yeah. then you just box really hard. But be careful not to punch yourself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> possible so you do that boxing so it's like underarm or you go wow, like that wow sorry i had no idea you were a boxer should i call you rocky no amazing <laughs> Only when I'm angry, mate. (laughs) Well, Sadia, thank you so much for your sharing uh, today. Really enjoyed exercise um, exercise myths. uh, Dispelled a lot of myths for us this afternoon. And I look forward to more uh, chinwags with you next week. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye for now. See you, you, Sadia.